Yeah. I did. It feels good. Yeah. Jerry, it's like you want to sit on my lap. He always comes back. He can't live without me. I can't live living in this without you. We got one month, baby. We always, oh, I know. So excited. Fucking Celine Dion is going to rock my world. She's, and Celine gonna, is going to be up in your Dion. I'm going to, I'm going to cry so hard. Yes, I can. I mean, wait. I hope I've been talking about how I'm going to cry so hard. And I think that sometimes when I do that, I you actually. yourself out. Yeah. yeah, like it doesn't happen. I did cry at Beyonce, though, and I suspected that I would. Okay. Well, it's sort of like I always thought I would cry when Carrie proposed to me, mm. and then I didn't. That actually doesn't confusing. shock me, though. Mm. It was like too You went so into much. probably like a white fear. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like the only sound I could hear was. Ah. Yeah, just like. Yeah. <laughs> and he cried. Of course he so cried. So I was like. You felt so stoked. Yeah. That I was like, oh, my God, it's so special yeah. and important. And then I was like really excited about the. Yeah. Um, um, any, uh, you guys, guys, I need to put deodorant on. OK, take a quick pause. I'm going to let you know that um, we are you. We've said this, I think we're going to go to Vegas and see Celine Dion in May. So that's what we're talking about. Kendra lives, breathes and maybe dies for Celine. Um, I mean, the thing is, is that. Okay, get this mic all situated. Get it in there. And get my D on my P, which sounds gross. Oh, <laughs> diodes on the pits. Yeah, diodes on the pits. Putting the D on the P is um, probably more referential to another activity. <laughs> <laughs> probably. But let's reclaim it. Okay. Let's make a statement, you know? About uh, um, refreshing your... Yeah, refreshing your P. We can't well, call no, it that. It's not going to work. No. Nobody's going to catch on. No. Um, also, let's just get this out of the way. Hi, Car. Hi, Ken. Hi, Hi friends. friends. Welcome back to Doing a Good. Welcome if you guys want to hit us up and talk about anything, which you don't, because you never send us emails, <laughs> and we know that. So, <laughs> so you could probably just skip this whole little bit, but I'm going to do it anyway. Send us an email at doingagood at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at doingagood. Okay, so here's the deal with Celine. I liked Celine Dion, obviously, my heart will go on. When Titanic came out, when, I was like, that yeah. was when I found out about the queen. That was, your, okay. That was, This and, is your origin story right here. And then, you know, I, I forgot about her. <gasps> she was not a huge part of my life until maybe even just a couple years ago. And it re-sparked our friend Rebecca, who we're going to Vegas with, at one karaoke work party, I think, saying... Um, or maybe it was on a playlist of hers, like a diva playlist. There's, um, oh my gosh, Jerry, get in here. Jerry always starts the episode on Kendra's lap, and today he started it on mine. We're about two minutes in, and he's already switching sides. He realized he did the wrong thing. That's right. Um, now he's licking her jeans. Yeah, because that's what <laughs> you do to show people you love them. <laughs> um, it's all coming back to me now. It's like on a playlist, and I oh. remembered the song. I was not unfamiliar with it, you know. Right. It's a it's a party hit. People play it. People, you know, whatever. But I I'm gonna let the cat out. No, don't because don't. we're gonna leave oh, in we're an hour. Leave. Okay, never mind. Um, but that really triggered me to remember that I needed to like deep dive. And it awoke I the did. the love. Yeah. And I don't even know if I told many people about my like that I was deep diving. Everybody knew that I was into. It's all coming back to me now because I had this thing. 
where I sang it every Sunday night to close down the bar. Yeah. It was a big production. It would be Kendra, the last song of the night, all of the regulars would know it's coming. One time I closed for Kendra and somebody was like, are you going to do the song tonight? Are you going to do Celine? And I was like, I don't, I can't. You didn't do it, right? No. I'm glad. Because it's your thing. It's, it's kind of, it, I, I, you know, yeah. it would have. It would have been okay with me, but I'm glad that you didn't, you know? You, it was respectful. Yeah. To yeah. honor the tradition, it's yeah. Kendra only. But so basically, I deep dove kind of privately. I would do my own listening, and now I'm just like re-obsessed, and I love her, and she, I get chills when I hear her voice, yeah, and you, she's just amazing. I, and here's what um, I want to say, too. I don't know if I've even acknowledged this with you, but... Uh, I think probably a lot of people right now are like, yeah, Celine Dion is great, totally fine, cool, whatever. But what I need you to do is sit down, pick a song, pick yeah. any one of her songs, and just listen to her freaking voice. Yeah. Because it's unreal. It's crazy. Like, the 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 range and the power she has is like, uh, she's not a human. Yeah, the shit she can do is insane. And the fact that she's been doing it for so long and sounds exactly the same is fucking wild. So wild. It's like true practice and dedication to the art, which is actually phenomenal. Yeah, she's a craftsman. She's not the only, you know, diva no. who's done this, too. It's not like I'm like, oh, no one's ever sang for this long or whatever, you know, and sounded this good for so long. But, but she is one of the... You know, handful, and I yeah. get to see that shit live. I really hope With that she does the thing gals. where she's singing and she like thumps her chest. Yeah, the chest thump is a classic move. So if we uh. don't see it, I might be a little disappointed. You will definitely be hearing about my Celine Dion review when we come back from Vegas. I can tell you right now, it's already going to be five stars. Five stars <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if we didn't even make it to the show. Five stars. We have really got to do some Instagram stories while we're there. Oh I'm gonna yeah, capture Ken's emotion. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be good. Um, also, if you got any Vegas recos, hit us up. Oh yeah, because this thing that so I really like Vegas because <laughs> I like to gamble and it's warm and you can drink. Yeah. I don't know if you it's remember. Just fun. That it's just the best. We one year went to the casino for Kendra's birthday, and then last year when we threw that party, her party favors were like all or her decorations were like gambling. Yeah, themed. gambling themed. <laughs> um, but. I always end up, which is so funny because Vegas is like known for like it's really good food. Yeah. For some reason, I do this thing in Vegas where I'm like walking around all day and then it's that like immediate hunger we need to eat right now moment. Yeah. And so I don't have time to like pick look a really up cool an place. actually cool or good place. And I always eat Applebee's. shitty food. And no, not even. It's like worse than it. it's like a weird hot dogs. Like no, like. It's like a weird casino restaurant, basically. Oh, okay. And it's like not good and not bad. It's just mediocre. I always seem to eat mediocre food in Vegas. So if you have recommendations, please let me know. Uh, yeah. And bonus, um, I've never been. Yeah. First timers club over here. I've made it this long in my life. Never been to Vegas. So give us your food recommendations, your other recommendations, your must do's. Ken's been getting a true giggle out of what. I think mm. Vegas is like. Yeah, it's going to be wild. Um, Carly uh, is either going to absolutely love it or hate it 100%. Yeah. I I, I really have a hard time believing that there's going to be an in-between for you. Where I'll be like, eh, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's going to be an extreme, and I hope that you love it. Well, um, one thing I'm excited about is to express myself with fashion, uh, which Kendra... Yeah. <laughs> well, we should post this picture on the gram. I... I 
I have a couple of dresses that I'm bringing to Vegas. And Kendra was like, what is a Vegas dress? Yeah. Uh, and so I sent her pictures. And they're they're just like short, tight. tight dresses that I don't really understand how or why I would wear them around town. Yeah, but one of them is nude. Yeah, one of them is nude. And that, I, 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 I'm still not okay, on board with the nude dress. But y'all, it's nude and it has uh, like ruffly straps. But I'm going to put rhinestones <sighs> on it. I don't know. It's going to be a thing. I'm not convinced. Also, I just don't know where you plan to wear them. That's or just around. Just in, you're just gonna like pop around while I'm like in a tank top and shorts yeah. and sandals. Yeah, great. We just like you put pop up because here's the other thing. They're both cotton. It's not like they're right. fancy materials. Right. They're very cash. So then you then I put the cowboy boots on or some sandals. Great. Even a baseball cap. Frickin' get it. All right. Yeah. Okay. I I mean I'm. But then Kendra sent me this picture and she was like. This is what you think Vegas is like. And it was, and a, it picture, was a picture yeah. of um, some of the cast from Vanderpump Rules at a pool party. Everybody's looking glam. Like hella glam. Hot, so sexy. Hot. Yeah, spring break. Yeah. And then she said, and this is what Vegas is really like. And it was a uh, very out of shape white dude with no shirt on. Yeah. Who's like maybe too sunburnt. And, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It, I feel like. Your imagination of Vegas is like the elite and mm. mine is like the the middle class. Right. Like what? I'm like, I want to go and sit by the pool yeah. and hang out at the craps table and like go to a go to Fat Tuesdays and get one of those giant slushy drinks. Oh, yeah. yeah like yeah. the yardstick drink and like walk the strip. And you your vision, I feel like, is like hot sexy clubs <laughs> vip booths at a restaurant yeah like uh, martinis and um like high fashion uh-huh, uh-huh. and it's shopping just, yeah shopping i do not want to shop in that's vegas. fine i don't i can't afford to shop no i no one can afford to shop in vegas unless you're high elite that's what i'm saying i mm. think i think you are expecting this like <laughs> high elite vegas experience and i think you're going to get a wonderful experience just not that <laughs> <laughs> okay but um it, what uh in a moment of truth i have to say that as we discussed a, f- a, f- a couple weeks ago some of my like bigger fashion influences come from uh men predominantly men in like the 60s and 70s and one of the the genres of that that i love is like old vegas like freaking gold nugget jewelry yeah freaking stetson hats and big stogies and freaking polyester leisure pants freaking like rat packy and i know i understand that that's not what vegas is anymore Mm -hmm. but i know i'm gonna be really sad to see no evidence We'll, we can go to Old Vegas. There is some evidence okay. of that in Old Vegas. Like, okay. Old Vegas is still kind of ratty. Um, this is, I think, maybe a faux pas, but I prefer the strip to Old Vegas. Oh. I like popping over to Old Vegas and, like, okay. seeing what's up. And maybe that's just because I've always stayed on the strip. And okay. so now I'm kind of, like, familiar with it. And that feels, like, especially with Vegas because it's so overwhelming. Yeah. The familiarity you- of being, like, look. Here's my hotel. This uh-huh. is where I stayed last time. This is where the pool is. This is where my favorite bar is. This is where I like to gamble. This is where I don't want to gamble. It's right. like that, like, b- because it's so hectic, yeah. it's kind of nice to know where you're at. And so 
Maybe somebody should take me out to Old Vegas and like show me a good time if you know well, what that's it, yeah, all about. Yeah, give us some Old Vegas wrecks. Yeah. Also, I mean, I know the Golden Nugget is like the big hot spot. I went there right. last time we were there. It was shitty. But like in the fun way, yeah. you know. What I'm, what I'm going to need also. They have also, a pool with sharks in it. Yeah, I heard that. I want to see that. What I'm going to need is uh, slot machines with where you pull the handle. You can only find that in Old Vegas. Great. Okay, yeah. So we're going to do that. I'm not, it's I was, kind of a trip, though, to get out there from the strip. I'm, they're not that close. Oh. Also, here's another weird thing about Vegas. Nothing is close. Like, to walk from one casino to the other is like a freaking trek. Really? Yeah, because they're huge. But you can do this weird oh. thing on either side of the strip where you can just walk. All the casinos are connected. By like a walkway uh, right. or like a tram or like a weird a like tram. Yeah, there it's it's, it's that far apart. It's wild. The casinos are freaking massive. It's Dang, wild, dude. dude. I think you're gonna like it though. Um. Also, do you think that there's um thrift stores in Vegas? I'm not going thrifting in Vegas. Well, no, but you will be gambling. I'm imagining there is at some point when you want to play craps and I don't. Well, to get to them, though, is going to be a trick. That's Darn what I'm saying. It. I'm like, if you want to go thrifting, you're going to take like a 30-minute $40 Uber. Oh. Probably. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? There was one time, um, so before we got Reba, my little baby. Yeah. Um, I had been, we were like, cool, we're, we're ready to adopt another dog so that Walter has a pack mate when Sadie passes, blah, blah, blah. So I was looking for Pekingese to rescue and... Um, I was like getting very uh, excited about the prospect. And so I was like, we'll fly somewhere to adopt a dog. Yeah. No biggie. That was a real moment. Yeah. Which also like, that's not the level that we're living on. I Mm -mm. could not afford to do that. But the fantasy felt nice. Sure. And there was the perfect little all black, tiny guy. Love it. In Vegas. And I was like, See, I would have gone to Vegas, gambled for a bit, got the dog and brought it back. Oh, really missed opportunity. I could have done like a quick 24 hour trip. And also I was like, these dogs don't do well in super hot weather. We got to get this guy out of yeah. Nevada. Yeah. I should have got, I should have sent you on a trip. I would have gone. Darn because it. that's how much I love gambling. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, a, at that point, it would be like a, like it's a trip for me and I'm doing you a favor while I'm there. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Maybe um, on this y'all, trip you can teach me a little bit about gambling. I would love to. Awesome. Yeah. Um, have you guys noticed that Carly cannot stop saying that's right? Oh, my God. It's Did a I new, just do it? Yeah, it's a oh. new-ish thing. You've probably been noticing it over the last couple episodes. I don't know where it came from. I'm, I'm not against it. It's just when, when your friend, who you just feel like you know so deeply, starts doing a thing out of the blue, it feels like a little... Um, it just feels like weird. Uh-huh. And I, I keep wanting to know like how long it's going to stick. And it's really, I feel like here, it's here, here to, to stay. Say. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. And sometimes you say it in six, like you say multiple mm. of them like that in a row. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just say it once. Sometimes you'll say it and then say like a little snippet and then I'll say a snippet and you'll say it again. Mm. It's really, mm-hmm. it's, I love it. And you probably don't remember this one because it has been a while, but you got really into saying cross-pollination. Oh, my god! Or cross-pollinating. I did. For, over my birthday weekend. Yes. Carly said it like five times within two days. And it's, it's a really weird the, phrase the, to say. After you guys noticed, I was not aware I was doing no. it. But the day that it was discovered, I said it four times in one day. Which is weird. So weird. 
So weird. Oh man, I haven't said it in so long. I know it feels kind of like a bummer because that's right, really stuck around and yeah. cross pollination didn't. Well, hopefully there's a moment we can work it into yeah, the spot. Maybe. Um, okay. <laughs> oh my we, gosh. Should we just get to the thing? Well, I, I do need to mention first. Okay. You guys, right now, my dad is staying with me. Yes. And uh, he lives in Arizona when he, he was a teacher. When he retired, he was like, I'm going to go live in a trailer and play golf. <laughs> so Seems that's great. what he does. There were a few years, which is before Kendra and I knew each other, mm-hmm. when uh, it's so hot in Arizona in the summers. So he came up and lived in our basement. Every and summer. Every summer. If you scroll back on Instagram, and I think on Facebook too, I think it was on Facebook then. Yeah. There's a lot of amazing stuff that he said and did that I shared Um he is the most unique human being I've ever known. Yep. He, if you meet him and spend some time with him, I make a lot more sense. Like, oh yeah, he's for sort sure. Of like a living cartoon. Yeah. Um, I'm very passionate. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he, he has so many beautiful things that he says. And since he's come, I've been like, I have to write this stuff down so we can share it on the pod. Yeah. But I'm gonna be real. I've been trying to be a more present person yeah in in the time i'm spending with him and so i don't i haven't been pulling my phone out to make notes and which is nice yeah but it's also hard to remember later yeah so but one thing that i have uh held on to is that um we were talking about some product and i I, he by the way you need to know going into this does not have email he does not have a computer Mm -mm. he has a cell phone and it was only like a year ago or so that I was like, dad, I can't help you use your phone if unless you have like a nicer phone. I don't know how your weird phone works. So (laughs) he got an iPhone, which because I was also like the user interface is very intuitive. It'll be easy for him to navigate. I can talk him through things. Right. It's it's also helpful that you understand it. Right. So he got an iPhone. He doesn't use any of the stuff on it. He does play solitaire on it, I discovered, which nice. is great. Way to go, Pops. But he, so we're talking about some kind of product that he was recommending, and he was like, hey, you know, maybe you guys can, uh, can you can order it, like how you order stuff, you know, like maybe it's on uh, eBay or something. Do the eBay. And then he paused <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I know cell phone stuff. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> cell phone stuff. Cell phone stuff. Uh, I feel like... Um, I also love the journey of you telling him about cell phone stuff because sometimes I have to tell you oh, things yeah, about cell totally. phone stuff. Yeah, like I am. Like maybe you're not which... actually the best uh, like coach. Oh, 100%. Cell phone coach for him. No. But, well, except that I can understand issues he's having because Fair. You... we have similar yes. difficulties. Yes. With, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. In the world in which I am a cell phone expert is, um, that's a dark world because I don't know. It's what they have the Geek Squad for, or whatever they're called. Yeah. Is that what they're called? No, that's at, that's at Best Buy. What are they called it? Are the they, Apple Store? Yeah. Are they called the Geek Squad? No. My tripping? Oh, uh, at the Genius Bar. Genius Bar. Ooh, that was going to get me. Yep. Yeah. But you got it. I got it. So it didn't get you. You totally. got it. Also, poor Carrie. We, he, he and my dad get along, which is amazing. I'm super thankful for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but when, but, but to, to be in the same room... With my dad and me, can be challenging or slash exhausting. 
Um, Mostly probably exhausting. Just, yeah. And by challenging, I'm, I just mean exhausting. Um, and well, there he's was, a chatter. My dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a chatter. And when, when, when he comes and sees us, he's super juiced. He's like so freaking pumped. And so he's even more chatty because he's with me and he's like riffing and just freaking telling stories and seeing oh, stuff yeah. and talking about it. And oh, woo, yeah. yeah. And then I get juiced because he's juiced. And then we both do this thing where we try to make like a pun or a play on words out of anything. Yeah. So both of us doing that. And then whenever I do it, he's like, oh, right on. And he high fives me, and poor it's, Carrie's like, yeah. I can't. Don't. It's not even. They've multiplied. Yeah, <laughs> it's too hard. Yeah. Um. So that's great. I'm. I'm gonna hopefully get a few more nuggets that I can share with you next week. Cool. Um. What I'd really like is for him to, I, I, in an ideal world, he'd be a guest on the podcast. I don't Mm-mm. think. I don't know about that's that. That's not gonna happen. Not. I don't know. But I'm. Gonna, you should just have a. You should like. I could step out for an episode. No, totally. Yeah, yeah, we could definitely do that. You guys, he can just play me for an episode. Um, I want to get him to make a little video we can post. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Saying a little message. I love that. Cool. So, yeah, hopefully you guys will meet my dad on the gram later. Love it. Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy. Okay. Um, okay. Now we got to get to the thing because we're going to run out of time. We, we are. got a lot of shit to cover here. So much shit. Um, you guys. Yeah. Can I... Can I intro this? Do it. Bing bong, baba bing bong, baba oh, bing bong. Man. I don't know about that. I don't know about the binging bongs. It's more dun dun da da dun dun da da dun dun. Bing bong makes it sound like a, like it's being played on a freaking children's xylophone. <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah, there's the intro. And here's what I want to call this segment. It's. <laughs> segment the throne zone oh nice i yeah. do like that cool. i actually approve of the throne zone i feel like now that we're going into season eight if we talk about game of thrones moving forward which we'll we call will. it the throne we should zone. probably talk about it every week every week which is gonna be tough for some of y'all so we'll be really good about calling it out in the description right like skip past this many yeah minutes like this whatever. like this point to this point yeah. um and we'll all like maybe i'll make like a cool like i'll get some fire sound to put yeah. behind when you say throne zone or whatever yeah um you guys, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get more into like sounds in the pod, so just be keep your ears perked. Oh my god. I've got so many ideas busting around in here. She's been building a mystery and now she's gonna unleash I the mystery. I am going to, yeah. Um okay, Game of Thrones, here's the deal. I think we've talked about this, but I need to be very transparent because <laughs> there is one thing that actually I am angry at Carly about. Like it's like really the only thing, and I don't think it will ever go away because I felt I felt so personally hurt by it when it happened. Yeah, it, yeah. Which so last year, no, two years ago now, when season seven came out. Yes, Carly was in Montana. No, I was in. Um, Cape Cod. Oh, Carly was in Cape Cod. My mom's husband is from Cape Cod, and we went. We all flew out there to have a family vacay with right. his parents. So, and um, she mentioned to me casually over text that everyone wanted to watch the um, series premiere of Game of Thrones, and so you watched a couple episodes, and I got very angry. Right. What happened was my mom said, listen, we're going to watch one episode of Game of Thrones a night. Right. And you can do it or not. 
Right. We're all into it, so we're going to do it. Right. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. Um, so I, I watched. <sighs> I think you didn't four. tell me until like the fourth episode. Yes, I had watched several before telling you. Yeah, like, oh, we're watching Game of Thrones. It's what it's a thing we've been doing. Right. And I was like, you need to stop right now <laughs> because you are fucking blowing it. Seven, six seasons worth of information you're getting like com- spoiled. Like, spoiled. And so much of it is so important. And so much of the like character development is so important that like I was just so angry and you knew that I was a Game of Thrones fan right you went into this you know knowing (laughs) you feel like I was trying to hurt you I feel like you were being negligent and reckless and I said that to you in a text which I'll read right now which we did post on the gram but I'm gonna just go ahead and like get it out there because okay here's how I felt I felt like um basically Carly was texting me about Game of Thrones because Again, a little bit of negligence here. So she's not finished with it yet. Right. Um, and the new season comes out on Sunday. So And my goal is to be caught up by the Which is gonna be tough, but I think you can probably work it out. Um I'm on season seven, episode three. Yeah. Right now. So you can do it. I can do it. It's just gonna be a long day tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna stay up late. You're gonna have to watch some, I think, probably without Carrie too. I think so too. Which he's been Carrie's watched the show and he's been really enjoying watching it with me, but I there's a point at which we might have to Right. So Carly Carly is talking about the spoiler that she got. And um I was trying to look up fan theories. Right. Because I uh listen, as you need to know, I I don't really like the genre of fantasy. I also don't really like like period pieces renaissance period pieces so i felt like this show was not going to be for me um and then and then it became such a big deal and people were so obsessed that i was like now if i watch it i'm going to judge it too harshly because it's been so hyped up and then there was a point at which i was like it's gone too far this show is a lifestyle i wasn't on the train i can't get on the train sure so anyway in getting caught up like this um what was I trying to say? I have no idea. How did I start? No, I have no idea. I actually was surprised. I didn't know where this was going to go oh. when you started talking. So I lost it. I'm y- so tired. It's totally gone. Uh, let me just let me just. So she got a spoiler. Oh, 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 because now I'm so obsessed. Oh, yeah. That I'm listening to podcasts. Yeah, which you can't fucking do. But you have to understand the podcasts uh, that I'm listening to. I'm oh, going they're episodic. Back. They're up. They're, yeah. That's right. Okay. So like right now I'm listening to season three. Um. But I was trying to look up fan theories right. because I'm so obsessed now. And I accidentally, I was reading some fan theories about season six, but then it bled into season seven without my knowing it. And I got a spoiler. So, so we are also, if you haven't watched it and you plan to watch it, this is where you need to stop listening because we're going to start saying names. We're going to start talking about shit. Um, so we'll let you know again in the description because this epi- the rest of this episode is going to be up mostly the throne zone. The throne um, she said something about the spoil. Oh, that she finds out that Littlefinger dies, and she's not there yet in season six. And I said that sucks because that's a really big spoiler. Yeah. And she said the thing is, is I've known a lot of people do or don't die, so it's at least not a new navigational change. Also, people die but don't actually die at all, die all the time. So maybe that's not true for him. Speaking of Littlefinger, like if I hadn't seen season seven episodes, I would have been certain Jon Snow was dead. 
And I said, I'm not even getting into that with you about that. I'm still mad at you for casually watching the beginning of season seven before seeing anything else. Carly responds, LOL, actually mad. And I said, always will be so irresponsible. <laughs> then she thanked me for forcing her to stop watching season seven because it would have ruined everything. Be- because my plan was when I we came back from vacation, I was like, I'll just keep watching season seven I and then so catch mad. up with the rest of it. Yeah. She actually. I was like actually angry. Sometimes we get joke mad with each other. And but that's this kind was of what I thought was going on. And then I realized, no, In she's person, like, yeah. yeah, actually mad. So I have to stop. But then here's what I said. I said, you're not very stubborn, which is true about you. Mm-hmm. I am the stubborn one. That's true. Um, and I said, but you came at this and from a, such a stubborn mindset. Oh, I'm not going to ever watch this dumb show. So whatever. I'll sit in and spoil everything <laughs> that is important in this show is what your mindset is, what you said <laughs> to yourself. That's what I said with my actions. Yeah. Uh, babe. So anyways, I, <laughs> we're, we're running out of time. So Carly's catching up. I'm catching up. You kind of have to lead this conversation because you're still catching up. I don't want to start with anything mm-hmm. about uh, characters and questions you may have mm-hmm. or, sh- you know, shit you want to talk about because I don't want to spoil anything. Right. So take it away. What's your first GOTQ? Uh, my first GOT, I or think talking point, a whatever. good way to lead into this is to play around of uh, wild horse or wild cat. Oh, okay, let's start with that. Love right? it. Just some quick fire. Get the juices flowing. Wild horse. Wild cat. I have a list here. Great. We'll just go off of we'll that. We'll just base it. You know, it's a giant list. We're going to skip over some characters. Um, Danny. Queen of dragons. Wild horse. Yeah, definitely wild horse. Yeah. Jon Snow. Wild horse. But maybe a wild cat. I think he's wild cat. Mm. Uh, we decided Cersei was a... Wildcat. Wildcat. Arya. Wild horse. I don't know, actually. I feel like... Oh, that's tough. It's tough. Hit us up with yeah. what, what, what is Arya Stark? Wild horse, wild cat. Doing a good at gmail.com. Tyrion? Wild horse. Wildcat. You think? Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to have to talk more about this. I just need more time. Joffrey. Ha! Wildcat. Wildcat. Sansa. Wildcat. I think horse. What? No. I think horse. All right. Well, we'll see. Also, I feel like I can't talk to you about it because you haven't seen seen everything. That's right. Yep, that's true. Uh, Meester Baelish. Also... Peter Baelish, best fashion in the whole show. His costuming is so fucking cool. Littlefinger? Yes. Huh. I fucking love his like big, like high collared yeah. coats. He, oh, he, he always looks so fucking he cool. He always looks good. Yeah. Other people will look good and then something terrible will happen and they'll be, you know, all disheveled, but not him. Baelish always looks amazing. Just his costuming alone is like my favorite of mm. any character. He's a cat. He's definitely a fucking cat. Yeah. Um, Melisandre, the the red woman, definitely cat. Ramsay Bolton. Cat. Cat. Brienne of Tarth. Horse. Definitely horse. Definitely. Like, looks like a horse, acts like a horse. Fucking loyal. H to T horse going H to T horse. Uh, Greyjoy. Theon. Theon... 
We do not even have enough time to talk about Theon. <laughs> he's a cat. I, he's a cat, I think, yeah. Greyjoy Yara. Oh, horse. Definitely a Definitely horse. Definitely a horse. She rules. Uh, Varys. Mm. Fucking cat. For sure a cat. Samuel Tarly. Definitely oh, a horse. Definitely a horse. I love, love Mr. Sam. Hodor. 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 I am almost angry at you right now. Because I feel like you're making fun of him. No. I love oh. it. You guys, she just is giving me the meanest look. He is... The sweetest. I love him. Little baby. When I he ugh. when I learned. Yeah, the story. Oh my god, I cried. Did you cry? Yeah. That's amazing. Um I think he's a I I think he's a wild horse. I think he's also a wild horse. How about <laughs> um Tommen? Oh. So sad. So sad. You probably just watched that episode too. Like, recently. Kind of yeah. recently. Um where he freaking jumps out the window. God, he's a he's a horse, but he, he's like a pony. He's a pony. <laughs> he's trying to be a horse, but he's he, dead now. He's a pony. Jamie, um, what about Jamie Lannister? I think Jamie's a horse. Same. I think he has some cat mentality because he's kind of scrappy. Uh-huh. But I think he's too loyal. Well, that maybe he's so loyal that he is a cat. That's tough. That's tough. What about Sir Jorah? Oh, Jorah's a horse. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Jorah for couldn't Jorah. be a cat if he... <laughs> Jorah couldn't be a cat if he tried. Um, oh, there was somebody else I was just thinking of. There's so many characters that sometimes I really forget people's names. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, let's let's go OG. Rob Stark? Mm. Horse. Catelyn Stark? Horse. I think cat. Really? Yeah. I, I think she's too um, fierce to be a horse. Mm. Also, I loved Catelyn. Well, I think that's a, also kind of a faux pas. A lot of people didn't like Catelyn. I know. I'm learning that. And I don't understand why. I think she's badass. So badass. Okay. All right. Let's wrap that. Okay. <laughs> that well, seems good. We got. We, we can always come back. We, true confusion. We don't know if Arya Stark is a horse or a cat. Please weigh in. Well, I feel like I know, but I can't explain it to you. Okay. Next order Next of business. Next order of business. Okay. Top three... Oh, I don't like this one, but let's do it. So the other day at work, our friend Robert uh, asked I am for... not surprised that Robert is the <laughs> one who put this into your brain. I, okay, all right. Go ahead. Top three uh, hottest characters, both men and women. That is not the note that you wrote. No. Read the note that you wrote. The note I wrote was <laughs> top three bones, men and women. And at first I was like, I don't know what that means. Dead people? Like people that have died? that are now bones because i do not watch this show and i know again maybe i am an outlier i typically don't watch a lot of shows and think i want to fuck them right it's like not on my mind right um well i guess let's just go back and forth okay who do you have um my oh i know who your number one is i think do you yeah go ahead uh Tormund, yeah, the leader of the wildlings. I also think I know who your number two is. Do you? It's yeah. actually Jon Snow. Oh, interesting. I know. Where I does Khal not... Drogo fit in there? Because mm. you talk about him like you want to bone him. <laughs> <laughs> um, you love him. I love him. I'm surprised he wasn't your number two. Mm. I am surprised that Jon Snow is your number two. Well, I really, I and I have to say, you guys, 
spending so many years not watching the show, I heard Jon Snow, Jon Snow, Jon Snow. So, I, and I just wasn't that like, yeah, I didn't care. I, I liked him fine, and I sure. thought I could understand that he was attractive. But then it was season six, I think, where I really started feeling the deep feelings about him. So it's a, it's a newer it's a newer thing. It's a, it's a new thing. I yeah. mean, season six, he definitely takes a massive turn into being like actually a badass which is which is cool yeah i mean seeing him all like fucking bloodied and uh, oh my god bloodied and like muddied from the battle of the bastards is like probably one of his peak moments as far as sexiness goes i think because he's like hella determined and i think there's a sexiness about determination Uh, determination yeah sounded wrong Felt wrong coming out my mouth. <laughs> what do you um, do? You okay. have an alternative of what you think? Of I don't know. Okay, um, I, I don't know. Three is a toss up between Khal Drogo and um, Ramsey Bolton. However, you have to understand it's no. the actor, not the character. It's never a, that's never a, an okay answer. That, that guy is hot. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, yeah. no, you can't ever. I can. I can never see him as an attractive human. Mm. He's a real person who's not that guy. Yeah, but as. Uh, to in my mind yeah. all i see is that mm, i will hard. never not see him that way that's hard and uh, that sucks for him actually i think because i think there's a lot of people that feel that way yeah I, like i will never not see him as a psychopathic rapist serial killer just like the truly the mo- oh, oh okay <sighs> what was she trying to tell you about uh one in eight americans struggle with hunger that's sad i know it's really a sad, sad fact siri um you know i i think that you're probably right. There's pro- a lot of people yeah, who like, can't. And I, I actually think that that might be a struggle for a number of actors on this show. Is mm-hmm. It's it's like the Harry Potter thing. It's like, how do you get out of being Harry Potter? Right. Sometimes you, don't, you never do. Yeah, you don't. Even this little pick? No, I think he's fucking hideous looking. Oh, that sucks. I think he's like, I also hate his hair. What? I hate that. It's, like, just, no. it's just curly-ish Mm-mm. short hair. I don't like that haircut. What about that haircut? I think he's. I think he looks like a psycho there. Oh. I can't do it. All right. Well, you know what? I'm sure you're not alone. I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm also sure you're not alone. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. What about you? I don't really have any, but since it doesn't have to be that you want to have sex. No, with. I know. I mean, I. I think. I think. Uh. Uh. The the early Jamie Lannister is attractive. Oh, totally. I've always loved a blonde. Um. I think. Oh gosh! Come on. I mean, I guess Jon Snow. Guy. All right. Oh, and and Rob Stark. Okay, great. Yeah, I, th- I think Rob Stark is like a very handsome-looking man. Sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. The ladies. Uh, Sansa. Brienne, mostly just because she's like a freaking so badass, badass, and I'd love to be wrapped up in those arms. And Cersei. Mm. Dude, seriously. So and that's hot. the same thing. Like, she's a psycho and she's crazy and she's a, you know, a serial killer. But how can you how can you see past that with her? Because she's a woman. And I know that deep down inside, like she like she is not that person. Wow. Whereas right. like is- it's like definitely woman versus man for me in that scenario mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay. I feel more comfortable because I know you're like a woman. Mm. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stop, Jerry. Jerry. Can you stop? I know you're not a big Game of Thrones guy. I think for me, it's uh, Daenerys yeah. and Marjorie and 
Uh, oh, Marjorie's hot. Yeah, Marjorie's hot. That was a real bummer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you haven't gotten to some really cool shit that goes down in season six. No. But Brienne is... She and Cersei, I really couldn't decide. Yeah. I love Brienne of Tarth. Brienne of Tarth is one of my top favorite characters. Oh, she's, she's amazing. maybe like my number three. She's so good and yeah. true. Um, all right. Let's get it. Okay. Here's what I want to know. Okay. Hit me with it. So in this journey, we are being led, uh, everybody, most, okay, Carly. <laughs> 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 Many of the characters have a duality of, you know, good and evil, light and dark. Mm-hmm. People are inherently flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are sort of shown who our heroes are. Right. Um, and we're sort of being led in this journey of watching these heroes try to get what they want and create peace and rule in peace, right? Like Daenerys and John are both sort of set up to be these these heroes who will save humanity right okay but what happens if they get what they want like what does this world look like if the wars are over and there's no slaves and they kill all of the um the bad people the bad people what then i mean i think that's the it's i guess i don't understand what then this is it this is the last season so we're the so the we're either going to get I think probably complete resolve or no resolve. I don't know. There's like... I'm just talking about this world. Yeah. I mean... I understand as the viewers, we're not going... Right. It doesn't matter. But like in this world, I don't think it's possible for everything to be like calm and beautiful and then people just like live forever in a nice peaceful life. I think it's an idea of what that is, right? It's like... I think what then is another thing will start. Another thing will happen. Another person will feel upset and come through and right, try and take the throne. Do you think that these mostly good people will uh, become more flawed as they are in power? Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, I think that comes with power. But I think it's... I I think the question... It's like... I think the whole sentiment of it is... Is ultimate peace even anything you can attain? Right. And but I as think, the viewers, we, like, want to see that. Right. But to me, but then I'm like, but what? But what happened? What then? Then it's over. The end. As a, all right. I think we're talking about this differently. I don't, I mean, what do you mean, what then? Like, what, what do they want after that? Yeah. How does this world function? After well, there's peace. As far as we know, it will function peacefully. Like, I don't think there is but a what so then. many of these pe- of these characters are driven by, like, uh, yeah, justice right, right. and revenge. Right. That the, and power that when all of these, like, the things that drive them have been satiated or are no longer relevant, who even are they? Right. Well, I think, I think it's an unanswerable question. I'm just, you don't want to pontificate? I am pontificating. <laughs> I'm pontificating, but I I think, I mean, I think it's like, what, what is the answer that makes sense to, to you? Like, the answer that makes sense to me is that after, you know, let's say John and Danny take over and everything is peaceful and great. Yeah. 
in my mind, I'm like, then that is the what then. Like, in my mind, I'm like, th- there is no what then because that is it. Is that how, like, how when you're playing video games, what you're thinking about is the video game? Yeah, like, I'm not thinking about, like, the show is ending. So mm-hmm. if that's what they get, then that's what they get. And that's, like, the end of the show. Yeah, that There is not, no what then. That, be- that because doesn't work for me. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like either, this is like your question about Roseanne and how do they get to the mall. I'm like, I don't know. They just get there. Oh, yeah. When teenagers leave the house to go somewhere, how do they get where they're going? Yeah. I'm like, it's not it's not for you to know. And I think that's the like ambiguity of it that makes the show so great is that like whatever happens, we're never going to know. We're never going to get the rest of the story after whatever happens. Because there is, a, you know, it's like, I mean, I think they could do something super crazy, too, where like we have no idea what happens. They, they might leave it super open-ended. Right. And we, we are left to, like, use our imaginations. But I guess I think it's, like, a... Que- it's a... It's a... A reflection of... Or an example of humanity. Like, what happens yeah. when people get what they want? When when working towards the thing they want is essentially the thing that's been keeping them alive. Right. What's your take on it? I don't know. Yeah. I'm confused. I have theories about that, about humanity, that I don't think people actually know how to be happy. Right. So if you're not working towards something or you're struggling with something, then you are feeling complacent and then that's and then boredom and then that creates more problems. Right. Which is so probably the, the what then that's, you know, like I'm 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 agreeing with you. I'm, I'm saying like basically the what then is if they get total peace, mm-hmm. eventually it will all fall again. That's just how it works. The what then is eventually there will be another war. There will be another hero that comes up to save the way that they think it should be done and they think it should be done and so on and so on and so on. The what then is it never ends. Yeah, which is sad to think about when you are really rooting for these people to to create peace and do to do the right thing, you know? Sure. Like, I don't like thinking about um, somebody who's been following his moral compass so hard, like mm-hmm. Jon Snow, becoming a very flawed ruler that somebody else needs to overthrow. Yeah. I mean, I think Jon Snow is already flawed. I think every character has their, you know, like, I mean. Right. But he's not flawed the way um, Joffrey is flawed. Right. So that's what I mean. Yeah. It's a. I don't I I don't know. I I mean, I think it's so funny because it's like there's no answer to this question. But I would imagine that there are people who've thought about this a lot. And so I want to know what other people are thinking. Can yeah. you write in? Because I was trying to look it up. I was trying yeah. to read like fan theory. But then I was getting spoilers. So I yeah. stopped. So tell me what you think about that. All right. We got time for like one more. If it's a big one like that. Um, you got one more good one in there? Well. Or two small ones? One note is Jon Snow. It took me six seasons. Yeah. We already talked about that. Yep. Um. One is that we uh, the emotional response. Oh my god! So the other night I was watching um, <laughs> in season six the Battle of the Bastards, which was so up. I texted Kendra and I was like, I think I'm gonna throw up, literally, which is true. I felt I could feel like a, a lump in my throat, and eventually, so funny. Carrie, I was so stressed that Carrie was like, Do you need to? Do we need to pause it? And you need to walk away? And I kept saying no, and then finally I was like, Yes, yes, I do. I had to take a break. So wild to me. And Kendra was like, never it makes once sense. in this show have I had to take a break or have I cried. Yeah. And I uh, I was like, yeah, but I generally have a stronger emotional it's response It's totally to true. Things. Yeah. There, I mean, 
it's an, like so I watched the Battle of the Bastards today because I'm I'm trying to catch up as well, but I'm kind of skipping around a little bit. Yeah. Like I'm doing this thing with season seven now where I watch one episode and then I skip one and watch the. So like I watch episode one and uh-huh. then episode three. OK. Because I'll get the recap of episode two in episode three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm doing every other or just only watching the ones that I remember are like really tight and have crucial shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I watched it and it's like that is historically been one of my favorite episodes because it's so much shit happened like so much um story development happens Mm -hmm. and that is just like really really tight to me i i was begging for the knights of the veil to show up (laughs) because i knew at a certain point you're like they're gonna lose yeah uh and i know that's Sansa wrote a secret note she had to have been writing to Littlefinger they have to show up and then of course like they do give you the thing that you want and that moment where they like epically it's like that release ride around that corner oh dear god yeah yeah it's so good so good it's so good that episode is that battle scene is so good too and also the moment when Ramsay's troops mm-hmm. encircle them oh my god and there's a close-up of Jon Snow and he realizes he did the thing that he that his sister told him not to. Yep. Which is fall for his trap. Yep. And it totally worked. Yep. And that it is such a pivotal m- moment for both Jon and Sansa. Yeah. Because she's like, I was right. Also, I fucking love Sansa. So I've had a problem with Sansa. Everybody does. Which is that this whole journey... Every time she's been in peril or there's been some danger or something bad is happening, she is always rescued by another person or, like, survives by some sort of stroke of luck or happenstance. She is one of the most passive characters on the show. I do get the sense moving forward that things are changing where that's concerned, and Mm -hmm. I think that some of the actions that we've seen her taking at the end of season six and and what I've seen of season seven indicate that. But I'm like, you have to do something. Right. You have to participate in this experience. I think people always get frustrated with that, and I have always seen it like she has no other fucking choice. Like, there's been so many moments where she's been basically like, held captive with people who are like who will kill her willy-nilly like at any fucking I'm sorry we're having this serious conversation and you using the phrase willy-nilly like we'll just that's like they will just kill her and they give zero shits right I mean I I understand that her behavior is survivalist right but it does feel like at a certain point she would be actively developing some more strategies of survival rather than just kind of flowing and trying to like not be noticed. Yeah. I also, I, I always just try to imagine to put myself in that scenario. I'm yeah. like, the, wh- I'm not going to do shit. No, I think that that is also the way it's like that the I most behave, but- human. I think like sometimes I think this show, because it is fantasy, mm-hmm. <clears throat> You see this like crazy shit like Jorah finding the ring in the middle of that oh my field, God. right? You guys, in the episode where Daenerys gets taken by the... the um, Dothraki. Dothraki, thank you. And then Jorah and that other dude are out looking for her. And frickin' Jorah, she drops her ring in the field so they don't notice she's fancy. And then frickin' Jorah, in this field that's like miles wide, finds the ring. I was like, not buying it. That episode is so uh, tight, though. Yeah, 
But like, and I get that it's fantasy. The yeah, whole yeah, reality yeah. is suspended. But that was just so right. Unrealistic. But I think with Sansa, like, I think she walks the line of being one of the more having the the most actually human response to her experience. Okay. Like Arya is off being a fucking two-faced crazy woman, which yeah. is not real, you know, like right. like it's real for her and she is she it has that mentality, but I think Sansa is a really good image of a regular ass person and what they would do. Okay. I've never... And I I've always seen her that way as being like She's just literally trying to survive. Well, I think it's hard to see it that way in a in a in a fantasy world show where yeah, everyone where no is, one else is doing that. Right. Everyone's doing these crazy ass like, right. feats and fighting White Walkers and like being out in the wilderness wearing right. like fucking t shirts. And I'm like, how are y'all even staying warm out there? I wonder that a lot. These people must be freezing. Yeah. Hello. So to me, I can forgive Sansa for being, like, passive, because she is. Why do you think that they created her as the one character who's passive and more realistic, too? Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. And and I didn't read the book, so I don't have much oh, cross-reference yeah. here. Yeah. People who read the books are probably very annoyed at this conversation. Probably. Okay, okay one well, more. That, one more. Well, do you want to talk about um, Arya, Littlefinger, or Cersei? You pick... It's up to you. Uh, well, let's talk about Arya. Okay. Because I have some questions. I, I maybe have answers, but I maybe can't tell you. Yep, that's so true. So let's just so dive you, in. So you guys, she's she's had quite a journey. She's been on a quest for vengeance. You know, she has her list. Um, and over time, she started accomplishing some of those kills. And she's learned a lot of tools that can help her kill her enemies and i i was not really aware of the dangers of this until recently if you watch game of thrones on hbo go there yeah yeah the after the there's the after the throne thing i wanted to call it after the final rose <laughs> <laughs> after the final throne yeah and one of the producers was saying that um there's some concern about Arya's relationship with murder because she is now actually a murderer and it sort of changed. I hadn't thought about what she was doing as like. Uh, so like basically most other characters who are quote unquote killers. Right. Are killing in battle or they're killing right. in a different way. Whereas like Arya is setting out to kill people. Right. And you're wondering if that will become an issue. Yeah. Is she like more of a, um, of a bad guy than a, than a good guy? I feel like this is getting complicated. I'm it concerned. is getting complicated. I think no. Okay. I think that Arya is still a good guy, but I think that she is fucking ruthless. I, I do like Arya. She is not one of my favorite characters. Right. Um, but it's not because I don't like her. I don't believe her story or anything like that. Um, I, I think it's, I think sometimes, I mean, she's had arguably maybe the worst experience experience i would say next to sansa mm -hmm. I, I think the two of them i think those two women in the show have had a wickedly hard time. wickedly hard time yeah. and have like brutal really really experienced some shit that yeah. is very like traumatizing yeah um but i think that Arya, i think it's i think it gets complicated because 
it's revenge. Right, but and it's almost like she delights it in a way. Oh, she definitely does. But when she like kills Like that scene um when she kills Walter Frey? Which one is Walter Frey? He's the old gross dude with and all she the women. His throat. Yeah, and she's like, "I want you to My name's Arya Stark. I want you to know that." Mm. Which is like her first big moment since leaving the I'm thinking of, I just can't tell if I, uh, she kills a bunch of people as, uh, in a different face. She, she's the old man face. Yeah. Yeah. So she, that's Walter Frey's face. So she kills him. Just, she's like kind of feeling smug about it. And then she kills all his soldiers. Right. Which I'm like, that didn't seem necessary. No, but all of those people are rapists and like fucked up people. Like they are not good people. And so I think that's where it gets complicated. Like that whole like clans culture is that they like b- rape and abuse women and then kill their babies so that they don't have to um cuz that's where uh Tilly came from. No, Tilly was a um Tilly was a wildling. No, not Tilly. Um Gilly? Gilly, excuse no, me. No, Gilly was a wildling. She lived north of the wall. And these guys are a part of the Seven Kingdoms. I was am I tripping? There's there's been multiple dudes who have gross relationships Basically. with women. So anyway, Gilly's dad was one yeah, of those, yeah, yeah, and one Walter those. Frey also. Gilly's dad's the one that killed the babies, and Walter yeah. Frey is the one that um, he didn't do shit. But his he's right. like allies with the right. Lannisters, so he's like. But yeah, I mean, like all of those, like all of those people are horrible people, and so I think that that's where it, like you're right, it gets complicated. She's killing for revenge, and she's killing people that are bad guys. And Jon Snow kills people that are bad guys. But do we know that all of those soldiers were bad guys? I mean, they killed, they killed her family, and they killed. They oh yeah, because they were the, the they army were the Red, for Wedding. the Red Wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they organized to to kill their own women as well in the Red Wedding. Did they? Yeah, like they killed everyone there. Like they killed the um who who, who Rob was supposed to marry. Oh yeah, who was carrying betrothed. the Stark baby. Oh, his actual love. Yes. She was not a Frey. She was not one of their own. But they did kill that Frey. They did kill. Yeah. Uh, To my knowledge, but maybe I'm tripping. But either way, it's like. I know. The the Red Wedding was so long ago that as it's come back up in that world, I'm like, I have struggled to remember. Um, But I I don't know. I don't know if Arya is a bad guy or not. I, I think no. I mean, I think no too, but. But I think that it could be problematic. Yeah. It seems like there was a lot of her um, behavior around uh, uh, killing people that was about survival, and it seems a little bit like it's shifting. And I don't, I'm, I don't want it to be problematic. Yeah, but do you think that I was really hoping we could do this podcast uh, and I'd be done with season seven by then, so we yeah. could just talk about everything? But but we kind of can't. We can't. Um, because then also on a similar note. Cersei, generally not a good person, now that all of her children are dead, what is there to anchor her in any sense of morality or softness? Jamie. You think that's... Well, I think in her mind, that's yeah. what I would say. All right. But I mean... Because I think a person who has like nothing to live for, I mean, that will change... She had she had a vulnerability, right? And now it seems like maybe she doesn't. Oh, she's definitely the most exposed she's ever been going into season eight. Mm. 
And I don't think that's a spoiler. I think that no. that's our, what she you're is, already is big, saying. Yeah. yeah, like, I think she is at her finally most exposed moment. And I'm so curious to see what she does mm. and how she handles it. Also, I feel like if she dies in season eight, I I feel like I'm going to be bummed. Oh, I want her to live and I want mm. her to live in ultimate peril. Ooh, I want her yeah. to be fucking miserable. I want her to finally realize all of the shit she did and created. Right. That's based what, on her I, actions. Yeah. I want to see that. I don't want to see her die because that's too easy. I'm like, yeah. you don't get to just get away with being an awful, awful person. Right. I also love Cersei as a character, like for what she brings to the show. I mean, I so hate rich. her character, but I but I love what she brings to the show. Yeah. I, I think a lot of those like more negative characters I, I lean toward too because I'm mm. like, oh, you bring like, I think Littlefinger is a lot like that. I'm like, you he brings so much character. Yeah. I am I the only person that kind of likes him? No. I I love Littlefinger. Okay. But I also find him to be very sketchy. Okay. Like it's this he he's so charming. Yeah. That it's uh it, it's, it's a red flag. It's a it's it's a wild ride with him. I I, I always feel like I feel like he has moments where he does the right thing and you're like, oh, thank God, Littlefinger saved the day. And yeah. then you realize his true motive and you're he's like, self, oh, very he's a fucking snake. Yeah. Yeah. Are there other Littlefinger fans out there? Let's talk about it. I want to chat. I think chat. so. Yeah, there must be. Here's the deal. I want to talk about Game of Thrones all the time. So email us. Yes. Let's talk about it. Also, here's the deal. We have to go. Yeah, we have to go A, to because this is, it's long. We're, we're, we're at our, we're maxing out. <laughs> B, because we actually have to leave like right now to go to work. Yeah. Okay. okay. See, last note. Do you have a favorite character? I do. You do? Uh, I I mean, I would say I have like three. All right. Let's talk about our favorite characters next week. Okay. Yeah, cool. we, we don't have time, but I would love to watch season eight episode, talk about our favorite characters yeah. and talk about our shit. And yeah. we'll keep this to a shorter segment. It's going to be the, the throne future. zone is not going to be, be a whole like a episode. 10 minute segment That's every right. week. Um, but I don't imagine us not talking about it because it's so wild the best this morning in the moment between awake and asleep i don't remember what it was but i do know i was think dreaming about the knights of the veil so, so weird i love it so good okay okay this is it you guys happy friday happy friday actually it's, you're gonna get this on saturday happy, happy saturday. saturday love you bye love you. bye, bye.